Hey, girl. Hey. What up, though? This is episode seven, seven of Female Chronicles, our podcast, the good, the bad, and the bullshit, bullshit in, in between. between. I'm your girl, Tawana Tales. It's your girl, who is Tila Monet. And we got another good show for y'all today. Of so course, what's of been course. going on with you this week, girl? Man, um, a lot. I've been like, I've been like coming to the point where I'm like, I have to like do things, like be on my shit a little bit more than what I have been. And I've been falling off of my 2019 goals, I think, a little bit well, for the last okay. couple of you weeks. Get back on there. You know, some things I'm sticking with and some things I haven't been sticking with. So, um, but the last couple of days, I'm like, bitch, get your shit together. Get back to the gym. First and foremost, I just ran up some stairs, put some money in the meter, and I'm out of breath still. <laughs> so, get back to the gym. People think I'm, like, hard in the gym every day, but I'm fucking not. I'm out of shape right now. I need to get back in the gym, so I got to get back on that. Girl, let me tell you, yeah. I've been, so I set a goal for myself this week, and my goal was to work out five days a week. I can honestly say, and I'm so happy, but today when I tell you it was a struggle, I went to the gym all five days. I actually got this workout group. So I met a couple girls, or well, one of the girls I knew, uh, she was working out, and so we kind of formed this group where we got girls, and we're all different shapes, all different sizes. There's no judgment zone. We meet each other at the gym. Now, what they've done for me is they motivated me to get up in the morning because usually when I go to the gym, I go in the afternoon or sometimes I don't go at all. So this week... I went all five days, got yeah. up at 8.30 in the morning and went. And I'm so proud of myself because I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm tired. Of, I'm ready to lose weight. And I was thinking about that, too. I did a recap of my – I didn't do a vision board this year. I actually have a notebook, and I wrote down a lot of the stuff that I want to do. And so I kind of did a report card check. Okay. And I was saying, did I – you know, looking through my list, and it was like, okay, every month I want to lose between 5 to 10 pounds. And I got on the scale and that shit didn't happen. And I'm like, it's March. It's already the end of first quarter. But it's because so you wasn't doing it's it though, Because right? I wasn't yeah. I wasn't doing it consistently. Yeah. So I was going to the gym, but I wasn't doing it consistently. So this week, this is my first week going consistently. I said I was going five days. I went all five days. But let me tell you, today was a freaking struggle. Girl, I put up in the parking lot of the gym and I was just so tired. I sat in my car for about 20 minutes and I said, I do not want to go in this place. I really feel like turning around, going home. I I do. I don't even want to go in. But then I talked. I was talking to myself in the car. I'm like, you know what, Tawana? Nope, you here. Go in. I went in. I wanted to do a whole hour workout, but I only got to do – I did two miles on the treadmill. That's good. So I did it. And so next week, because I realized I'm not as young as I used to be anymore – I be and forgetting too. Girl, I look I in the mirror and be like, I'm like, good. And I'm like, nah, your body's like, saying something else. My body, exactly. The inside so saying something else. Next week, I have to add, I'm going to I'm gonna do my, I'm going to still go to the gym five days a week. You're more than welcome to come work out with me. Just got to get up and come on. We go to Planet Fitness. Uh, if you don't have a Planet Fitness account, a lot of us have black cards and we, you know, we just invite people to come and we'll you be our guest or whatever. But, I am going to um, stop eating after nine. That's why I'm not drinking any alcohol today because I said I didn't want to drink no alcohol this week. And I want to just kind of stick to my goals. I've been asking myself That's lately, like, good. what's stopping you from reaching your goals? And honestly, the only thing I come up with is me. Like, I'm stopping me. I have too many resources and I, like, not to be able to accomplish my goals. There's nothing holding me back. There's nothing stopping me but me. So, yeah, that was my week. I actually, other than that, I had a good week. I was tired as hell today when I went to the gym. Bitch, I pushed through it and I got my ass in there. You feel so miles. good though once you, you work out. Well, today I didn't. Today I was when tired, you finished, bitch. Really? But every <laughs> other day, like Monday through Thursday, I was a little tired. But after I finished my workout, I felt so good. But today it was like, 
I I was tired. <laughs> I guess because I've been going off. Yeah, days that might be it. I was tired though. But so get up and work out, ladies and gents. Like get your yes. body. Make sure your body is right because. Your health is so important, and it is. We and get it, a little lazy, but we got to go work out. We do, and if you want to work out with us, if y'all are in the Detroit area, Southfield, or whatever, Michigan, and you want to work out with us, follow us on. Um, hit me up in the DM on our Female Chronicles page, and I'll let you know uh, where we're gonna be working out at. Um, and with that said, yeah, that was my week. I ain't do shit this week, boy. Well, shit, you did do some shit. That's a lot of shit to do. <laughs> Going yeah. to the gym, that's hard to do. It's easier to get up and go to a bar. It's easier to get up and go have a meal yeah, at a restaurant. Yeah. It's so much easier to probably even go punch a clock than it is to go to the gym. Going to the gym, is, it takes a lot of lot out of you, and it takes a lot to get up mentally and go do that shit. So I think that you did a lot this oh, past okay. week. Okay, I'll take that. So, I'll take that. <laughs> I still ain't went, so I'm just saying. Well, come with me next week. I'm going to come. Come. Come with me next week. It's, I'm telling you, you'll have so much fun. And what motivated me, because I'm not a morning person, but what motivated me, like, I'll add you in our group check, text, too. We got a group. It's called the gym group text. And so, like, they were like, okay, we're going to get up at 8. We'll be there at the gym at 845. And I was like, bitch. That makes it there? a lot more interesting, But it makes though. it a lot more interesting. When I was on the treadmill, it was like six of us. We talking to each other. We don't even realize we done did two miles on the treadmill because we talking and we yeah. motivating each other. Um, nobody came to the gym with me today. But literally all this week, like, we've been texting back and forth. So next week, I'm going to take it a step up. I'm going to watch what I eat because I be, I'm a late eater for some reason. I'm not – like, even I, – I just don't eat in the morning. I'm a late eater. A lot of people don't be hungry in the morning. I, that's me. I don't be hungry yeah, in the morning. a lot of people don't be hungry in the morning. So, so. it's easy for me not you're to. you're supposed to eat anyway. But, but yeah. I want to not eat after 9 o'clock. So, that's going to be a challenge for me. I'm going to try and do that next week. You know, everything's a challenge until you start seeing the results of it. And that then once you start true. seeing the results of it or imagining the results of it, it gets a little easier. So, once you start doing it a month from now, you're probably like, damn, I, I should have been did this. Girl, let me tell you, when <laughs> I get that summertime fine body, y'all ain't going to be able to tell me nothing. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> when that, them exes come back in the DM, what you going to do? Girl, block. <laughs> you know, block. No, it ain't going to go down in the DM? Block. <laughs> no block. Block, 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 block. <laughs> All right, let's move on with the show. So, you know, we talk about, we females. And like I said, we talk about the good, the bad, the bullshit in between and when it comes to us and our situations. But we like to show love to the fellas. So we have this segment called Real Recognize Real. And that's just saying we see you out there. We see the real fellas. We see what y'all doing. And we just want to recognize y'all, even though this show is for the females. But, you know, we give a slight dose to the fellas. I mean, yeah, the fellas are, you know, they, they are. we are involved with fellas. They are around us. We got brothers, fathers. We didn't come out Friends. of nowhere. Yeah. Friends. So somebody sperm created Somebody <laughs> like, we got some good swimmers up in here. Girl. <laughs> real good swimmers. Two real good swimmers sitting right here. So I'm just saying. Yeah. So with this week, there was a guy online. I saw a story online about this high school student. Uh, his name is Michael Love. He's a senior at Cornerstone Health uh, Techno- Technology in Detroit, Michigan, and this boy, let me tell you, he applied to over 50 colleges, got accepted to 41 of those colleges so far because the applications are still coming in, and he's received over $300,000 in scholarships. Now, what's his name again? His name is Michael Love. What is it? Michael Love. What? Michael Michael Love. Love. Shout Shout out out to to Michael Michael Love. Love. Oh, my goodness. All right. But you know what what, what, what captured me about that story is 
as I was reading it, and it said that he started off rough, like, he didn't, you know, because I'm thinking, like, okay, maybe he was an RA student, uh-huh. he was this shit genius child or whatever, to get, because you don't hear that a lot. You maybe hear a person get accepted to maybe two, three schools, but for 41 offers to come in, and they're all offering, most of them are offering him full rides, you don't hear about that. So when I heard that, I was reading his story, reading about him, and they were saying that he had a rough start when he first started high school. So that right there, that shit was motivation to me because it's like he wasn't at all they didn't say his grace but I'm assuming being that they say he got off to a rough mm-hmm. start he wasn't always a all a student and so for him a lot to of get, outside of school was probably going on too you yeah never know. and that's what they were saying they said that he is on National Honor Society he do play sports and then he also been able to you know he it, it, it takes time to fill out a college application I remember yeah. when I was in high school and you know it, it takes a lot of time to just sit back so for him to do that I know his mama and daddy gotta be proud like here goes somebody Oprah and Gail can interview can interview exactly <laughs> of, but you know what I'm so happy because it has been getting a lot of buzz it's been Good. on the shape Good. It's been in the media. People been reposting it, and I just not not on Female Chronicles. I was on Female Chronicles. Like shout out to Michael Love. Like, All right, sky is the limit for you. He wants to be a um an engineer. So he did an aerospace engineer. So I just like to see young people, especially when we always have people in the news that's just bashing. You know what I'm saying? They like don't have a highlight. Like there is no Michael Loves Like there here. is no Michael Loves. Like, but like there Michael is. Loves don't exist. And yes, not they only do. that, like Michael Loves still, like I said, he's been accepted to over 41 schools. He didn't say where he was going, but he got a full rat wherever he go. And let me just say this really quick. Uh, before we get off the subject but I don't care like what your grades are what situation you in if you want to go to college it's so many scholarships out here I remember when my sister uh, first applied to Clark and I just moved to Atlanta like a year before she graduated high school and I remember when she came down there and I took her to um, orientation so we sent an orientation and I remember them telling her like saying like it's gonna be like 40 some thousand dollars or whatever for her to go to school there and I remember we, when we left she was kind of sad because you know my mama didn't have money to pay for us to college they didn't save no college fund my daddy wasn't around at the time but I was like I remember telling her like you are coming to this school because she was saying well maybe I'll just go to a community college in Detroit for a year save up my money then come back and I'm like no that's not an option mind you I just moved to Atlanta so I didn't have a job I'm like if I got to go get a waitressing job somewhere to help you you are not they accepted her but they didn't give her a scholarship she had to pay for it. and then that out-of-state tuition is even more so it's like I can it's go like, but how I'm gonna pay, how for, I'm it. pay for it like yeah. well, you can come but how I'm gonna pay for it. so I remember she went home and I never forget this so she was in Atlanta with me for a week she went home I remember like two weeks later it was like a week before her graduation she called me crying I thought something had happened to somebody in my family because she was crying so hard over the phone and my heart just dropped I'm like oh my god what's wrong and she was screaming it, and I'm like calm down so when she finally calmed down she was like they just called me and told me I had a full scholarship to Clark Atlanta University and I'm like what how where and she got that scholarship based off of an essay she wrote I remember an that. essay like it was a it was a private organization but she and I think she applied at the last minute and she wrote this essay and it's, it was I think it was based on need and she was just talking about how she grew up and off that essay that paid for her full ride I'm talking about books I'm talking about she was able to have an apartment like 
everything. She graduated from Clark Atlanta with no student loans or no nothing, like no financial aid, nothing. Like, and I just I say that to say like it's money out here. Like, find like research. You You gotta do the research because there's money out here and there's scholarships out here. And don't stop at just one college. Like, if it's something out there that you want to do, apply. They have programs at colleges. Even if your GPA ain't that hot, Mm -hmm. hell, I graduated. My GPA was fucked up. Like, <laughs> cause and it wasn't cause I was dumb. Just like I just I just wasn't taking school that yeah. serious. I mean, I graduated barely, but <laughs> <laughs> I did. Hey, I came out on time. I graduated on time. <laughs> I did have to go to summer school though, but I didn't graduate out the summer school class. I had to go to summer <laughs> school because I fucked up tenth and eleventh grade. So I had to go to summer school my twelfth grade year. Uh, and then I graduated on time, but they got they got programs out there. So do the research, people. If you want to go to school, and shout out to Michael Love, shout out to his parents, whoever raised that boy, because y'all yeah. did a damn good job. Pat yourself on the back, mama. Great job. And if you don't want to go to college, you know, don't get discouraged. Don't feel like you have to go to college to be successful because a lot of successful people do not go to college. And, like, some people leave college with a bunch of, like, student loans and they never have a job in the field they went to college for. And they still paying them student loans. Yeah, it's hard. Like, I... Some people just still got student loans Girl, and you can't get away from it. It's like, I know okay. people who went to school for, and not, and not to say don't let student loans. Yeah, don't let them, do, but if, if you that, don't, because some people just don't want to go to school. I think school should be free. I, yeah, I really think so do. too. I think school should be free, but don't let that stop you. If it's something, just set a plan or just stay focused because it's money out there. Before you start applying for those student loans, look for grants because it's money out mm-hmm. there. I can't even stress that enough. It is money and it's scholarships out there, and you don't have to be an all A student to qualify for those scholarships. Not at all. You just got to do your research. Like I said, my sister got a full ride scholarship, and it was not based off of her GPA. It was based off of an essay, a one page essay that she wrote, and they gave. Gave her a full ride scholarship to Clark Atlanta University. So do your research, people. Do your research. And, and get some experience in the field you want to go into. Like work at the, uh, uh, you know, an employer, for an employer that's in the kind of space that you think that you want to be involved in. Like work for employers that give you that experience. Internships. Yeah, yeah do do other stuff. Research it. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't wait till your senior year. I used to, to my sister, like I was working at the radio station when she was a senior in high school. And she started her, inter- she started interning when she was a senior. When she was a senior, like I brought her in at the station with me. Don't wait. Like start looking for internships your 12th grade year. That's one thing I said I wish college would have taught me better. I mean, high school would have prepared me better for is because I didn't learn it until afterwards, like internships, how to write a resume correctly, how to, you know, just interview. Like, I didn't know how to how to do a proper interview. Yeah. Or if any parents are do, watching, you yeah. should like take that and leave it up to the schools, like teach your children, teach your like, children how to do so, a follow up yeah. letter, mm-hmm. how to don't be afraid to. If it's like now, you know, if you see some, if you will see a position that you apply for, go on LinkedIn and find that person who's hiring for that position and go send them an email and say hey introduce yourself my name is Tawana I see that you're hiring for this position I recently applied for uh, I wanted to know if you can give me any feedback like don't be afraid to slide up and people DM for not just to get or that EM, person number, or emails or email not just to get that person like number <laughs> but if it's gonna help you get a job or a intern or a mentor get a mentor mm-hmm. like slide up in somebody's DM not just for a number but for some t- t- a way that's gonna help you make some coins later on in this mm-hmm. okay <laughs> girl 
Shout out to Michael Love. Shout out to Michael Love. <laughs> Girl, okay. So, have did you watch Marriage Bootcamp the last episode? I did not. Oh, my I was like, God. I, um, I'd be recording them, but I did not watch it. Okay, so this last episode. So, you know it's the final episode. Yes, when they make their little decision. They made stuff. their decision. I did decisions. not watch it. How many people you think left together? Um. Okay, let me see. Hmm. I'm going to say this. How many people left together? One, two, at least three left together. At least three couples left together. I'm going to tell you all the couples left together except one. Oh, okay. All the couples left together except one. Bitch, I'm going to just tell you. <laughs> Nia and Soldier Boy left together. They, they did? Yeah, yes. Oh, I she, thought that was going to be the one. No, the one who didn't leave together, which I kind of knew because I just think Lil that Mo? Not Lil Mo. She, yeah, she needs to leave his ass up. But, you he, know, I, she I love that man, I can see it. She I, loves I know the that space man. she in. Oh, my God. She I know was like, she she, on last, Oh, my God. You got to watch that episode because she was like her first husband. It was easy for her to walk away. She said her second husband. It was easy for her to walk away. She said, but she don't know what's going on with this man and why it's not easy for her to walk away. And then she said, actually, I do know what's going on. She's like, I love him. I'm in love with him. And I think he taking her ass for granted, though. He, for real. You are in a house and you fucking face you time. you FaceTime and, and tell somebody, tell me you love me? Like, you, yo, you're you mentally not in, you not there with her. And then he knew how her. to pass that lie detector test, too. He knew how to pass that no, lie. No, listen. He, I think he gave the right answer, but he would already told her. It's like she's, I feel like she's also trying to not, Put it in front of the cameras that she know who it is now. He told her behind closed doors who that person was, and he went on and told the person that was doing the light detector test the same thing. So he told the same he thing he told her. He told the light detector test, but they won't say it in public. Remember, they wouldn't say it on, so re on recording. They wouldn't say it in front of the camera who it was. They kept that a secret. Mm. And she's right along with him in that area. And you know, I don't want to bash her for that because I know how it is to be in love with somebody and you accepting some bullshit. You know Girl. what I'm saying? And I feel like she's accepting. I think she felt because Lil Mo got what about six, seven kids. I feel like she. I don't know. I just think that he's taking advantage of her. I think it's wrong. I, I hate to speak on people. Really, well, no, I don't. Because, but I just I don't like how he played her on on TV. Right on TV. Like right on TV. That's just, to me. That's it. You you ain't got no respect for her. Like. Nigga, like, like, why are you even? Why are you here? Why are you, why are you on, you on this, this show? show at all? Now I'm gonna tell you who that. else: Lil Fizz and uh, Tiffany. I they they seem like just friends. They were just they were who, definitely who, friends. You know she's pregnant right now who, and in a whole nother relationship. Yes, they when they didn't leave together, I I saw that coming. I don't. They didn't even come together. You know what? So they definitely weren't gonna leave together. I think it was a situation with them. I think it was like, okay, let's go on this show and get this check. I think she was already in a whole nother situation because she's pregnant, pregnant. That's crazy. Like, she's pregnant right now. Probably by the guy that she mentioned, though. Exactly. Right? I think that's what it was. I think I think that they just both went on the show for a check. Like, okay, yeah, let's, get let's this do check. this. Let's Forget do this. Because you know who he messing around with? Who? He's messing around with Omarion's. Well, they say that they're not, but they traveled to Chicago together. Oh, Omarion's his, baby the, mama, the really? girl April. Really? Yeah. How'd that happen? I don't know, girl. It happened. Hmm. And let me tell you about oh, Nia what? and Soldier Boy. I just knew, you know, they had to open the boxes. I just knew when <laughs> Nia opened her box, it wasn't going to be no goddamn ring in there for his crazy ass. So not only, so they go to the ceremony, they both open the box, they both got rings in there. So he was going back and forth on if he should propose to her. So they were all like, when it was time for them two to go out, everybody was looking because they was like, I think Soldier going to propose. I think he going to propose. Girl, first of all, he didn't propose then. 
But they both said that gave each other a ring and said that they were leaving together. He told her he loved you. You always been there for me. You know, you the woman in my world or whatever. She's like, I love you too. I still think you got some more growing to do. And so then he when does. they were doing the confessions, he turned around. They were talking, you know, when they talking in front of the camera. Yeah. They were talking and they was like, Soldier, you got something to ask me. And he turned around and he proposed to her. And she said yes. <laughs> she I'm said assuming. yes. She said. Did she yes. cry? Was she like? She was like. First, she said maybe, and I want to slap that whole like girl. Look, this, you don't tell nigga maybe. She was, yes first, or she, no? she was like, no, I'm just playing. Yes. <laughs> I, but you know, I think they're both immature. So all that drama happened after they left the show. I just knew that they weren't gonna leave together. So all what that happened shit though? Happened. After That's what that. I want to know. Like, what happened from the time they left the show until then? He had to get caught up. He, he had, had to, to get, act a fool again, or get caught up in some more bullshit. Like, get nigga, caught you up just in some bullshit. And she just you I'm proposed just to her. They left together on the show. I wasn't like, expecting that. Though. I wasn't expecting. Girl, I'm on. The, I'm watching the TV. Yes, I said what. They left together and he proposed to her. So that shit happened. You like, and then you just proposed to her, but you on social media with Black China. That I feel other like girl, he's venting. I feel like girl. he's like venting. Like he don't yeah, know how to handle Yeah, he's definitely trying to make something. her jealous. Yeah. He's definitely trying to. He's very immature. But he's very immature. And speaking of Soldier Boy, damn, Soldier Boy, you know he was arrested today. No, I did not know that. Child. Okay, so let's rewind. Remember a couple months ago, it was a girl who accused him of kidnap. She yes. said that he tied her up in the garage. I don't know the details of it, but yes. I heard about the... Uh, the girl said that he, she was tied up in the garage and he wouldn't let her go. So police came to the house. I guess they found some bullets to a gun or whatever. They didn't arrest him then, but he had a, a meeting today at his probation officer. When he went to his probation officer, they, they arrested him because they said he's not supposed to be around guns. So he violated probation. All I'm going to say is this. is karma is real... And how you do people. So who was she? Who was the girl? Who was the girl? I think it was one of the one of the ex exes that he was messing around with. And they she never said he was, kidnapped her. She said he kidnapped but he not he denied it and they didn't have proof. So he didn't go to jail for that. Okay. Yeah, he didn't go to jail for that. But when the police came, the police came to the house and they searched the house and they found uh they said ammunition. Bullets. So what did they come to the house for? I can't remember. I think because the girl. Oh, they got a warrant. They got a warrant after the woman claimed that he was. She was holding him hostage. Oh, yeah, they got a warrant. So they didn't even illegally search the house. They got a warrant, and they said. But the warrant was to what though? Arrest him because they. She see they. This I guess to see if they can find proof that she oh, was being held okay, against okay. her will. All right. Because she said she said that he tied her up. Which I kind of believe her. I mean, I don't know. I don't know he jumped on Nia. No, he jumped on that girl. I think when he jumped on Nia, that did you see that episode? Yes. I think when he jumped on her, he didn't hit her, but I think he it it clicked like oh that shit, the cameras. cameras. Is on. I think if them cameras went in, I think he would have swung on her. I definitely she think was because she was like screaming. She was afraid of she something afraid that of she something. used to girl behind closed doors. And you see the uh, interviews that she the interview the interview that she did where she was saying that she had been abused by him. Etc. Etc. Allegedly, but I think that Soldier. I think that Nia was. I think that they both had some growing to do. But I think that she genuinely loves him because he's not a good looker. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's not all that cute. But I think that she. But I think that that money. Like now, he feel like he hot. And because what happened? You just proposed to her, and now even because even when the show aired, Mm -hmm. and they had the um. The fina- not the finale party, but the the party that, they always have a party like when the show getting ready to air or whatever. And he was um he was there by himself, 
So that shit had to that that engagement was was short, short. and I'm short, sure it short. was short because he done fucked up <laughs> some kind of way. It probably wasn't her, girl. But it's like that's crazy though because oh my gosh, well he in jail, honey. Well, you know what? Hopefully, he didn't do the kidnapping thing. But well, no. Uh, but see know. that they they never charged him for that. They didn't charge him for but that. They was coming out to search. But they his was house coming out to search, and they and found, found the gun. Found the bullet. They didn't find the gun. They found the bullets. bullet. And he's right, so not supposed to have bullets because, because he's, he's on, on probation. probation. So you're not even supposed to have that in your house. So they didn't arrest him then. They he went to go report to his probation officer. And you know how that shit go. Him. Yeah, I know how I go. Girl. Yeah, so I know how that. I don't go. know if they're. It, 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 I mean, he technically he violated probation. I'm sure he probably gonna say that it wasn't his, or maybe he can get off. But well, he, you know, of course he, he's probably he could probably. Well, I ain't gonna talk. talk I ain't gonna snitch on him like that, but girl, <laughs> put and nothing you, nobody's ear. And you know he was just getting ready to go on he tour. Probably, he could probably get off on that. You know he was just getting ready to go on tour. Like you he know was what? coming here. He was also to like. In Detroit. I hope that he hasn't been the person that people set him out to be. But karma is so real. I think that he was young, and I know that he just reconnected with his mother too because he was on um on his page. He was he posted a video of him giving his mother some money. And so I think that his, if I'm not mistaken, I think his mother was on drugs and they didn't He might need good. some healing. Himself. I think he needs some healing because one thing on that episode that Nia said yesterday and I thought was some real shit, she thanked all the guys in the house. She was like, because I feel like y'all helped make him a better person in these 10 days. Because they was kicking it with because him. Because they were kicking it with him. Yeah. I think he need to be around people like Waka Flocka, like some married positive men who was this in it. Been through that this shit. This done been through that shit with him. And they, like, get a mentor. Like, I think mentors are so important. Yeah. I do, and I'm talking about somebody who can help you. So I do think I still that want and need a mentor. You should get one. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I think mentors, never, it's never should, too late to get a mentor. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. It's never too late. Like I want, I'm trying to find a spiritual mentor now because I want somebody to 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 teach me. Like I don't know the Bible that much, and I don't. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like I just, I want a spiritual mentor now. Somebody who can help me with my faith. But it's good. Like I know people who have two, three mentors. Yeah, I think like I want to. I want a real thing. estate mentor. I'm looking for somebody who can teach me. Like, cause I want to get. In, I want to buy a house and flip a house. But I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not into real estate, so I'm gonna find me a mentor. Um, I actually went to this event not too long ago. I think I may have found one, but I just wanna, cause I feel like your mentor, it should be somebody you trust, somebody who you can talk to, and somebody mm-hmm. who's gonna help you grow. So yeah, I'm looking for a mentor. It's not too late. Find a mentor. Never too late. Do your research. If you don't have one, do your research. And speaking of relationships, bitch, let me tell you. Diddy. Now, I don't know what the the new news is about Diddy. So you have to give me the... um, So it was this video of Diddy in a club. And he was with Lori Harvey. So Lori Harvey. Okay, let me let me explain to you who Lori Harvey is. Lori Harvey. I just know he haven't moved on in love that fast though. He no, it's probably just if they are together, it's just right now. She's a pretty girl. She's very attractive. He they probably just, you know, it's probably now Lori Harvey was just with Trey Songs. Let me just run down. And allegedly, so when it came out that she was with Trey Songs, his son, Diddy's son, Justin Combs. Got upset because apparently he was dating Lori Harvey. So, 
all right. Well, it sounds like a hot ass mess. Girl, Lori already. And remember in Meek Mill's song, he got I got Lori Harvey on my wish list. <laughs> Girl, Lori Harvey is is baby. She is um she moving. So she was recently engaged. But moving but I guess how? She, she, I, she, like, <laughs> I mean, baby, I hope you moving with benefits. She, well, <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you who. All right, let mind. me know. Let me know. I mean, well, so she was married. She was engaged to this football player overseas. Okay. I thought they were a cute couple, but apparently, I guess she said no, and now she's living her best life because she was with Trey Songs. Um, she was connected to Justin Combs and baby. I guess she said Justin real daddy yet. <laughs> <laughs> I want daddy for real. I want I'm gonna daddy call you for real. Because because why would he she be in the club with him? <laughs> Lori is young. Like she's only well, she, her. I don't see him like. I don't not see right him now. taking her serious. But I do see him. That sound like just a party. That sound like just a party. But she's with him. Yeah, that sounds just like a party. Maybe the Why sun ain't arrived yet. With- Maybe the sun has not arrived <laughs> well, yet. Well, she should be arriving with the sun. Maybe then. he missed his flight. I'm gonna say he missed his flight. Okay, but let me give you a little background so you can understand <laughs> who Lori Harvey is. So Lori Margie, well, let me tell you about her mama because I think she get it from her mama. That's what I'm gonna say. So Margie, Margie was Lori is not real Steve's real daughter. That's her stepdaughter. Okay. So Margie was dating was had a boy had a uh, got had babies by this big time dope dealer in Memphis. Okay. He went to jail for life. Margie got with his brother and had oh. some more kids. Oh, so maybe okay. the brother went to jail. Lori, Lori got reconnected with Steve and made all her grown kids change their last name to Harvey. Y'all are Harvey's. Really? Period. Yes, we're Harvey's now. We're not going to talk about them dope dealers who I used to date in my past. Baby, Lori, Margie Harvey upgraded her life, okay? Okay. So that's her mama. All right. So her mama okay. probably telling her, hell and yeah. The you hell with him. Girl, mm. you better look. Puffy in the, uh, the so place right upgraded. now. You need, to, uh, you need to be hollering at the daddy you then. Holler at Pops. Holler at the hell at the daddy. Because <laughs> she was with, she was with, like I said, she upgraded with Steve. Like, she was messing with the dope. Uh, okay. She was she was one of them girls back in the day who, who liked the dope boys. Her baby daddy is in jail for life. Those are not Steve's real kids. But I want to do his own kids feel a certain kind of way. Because now he got Steve, like Steve considers them his kids. Like well, I probably get it. not because you know, mamas just get away with stuff. <laughs> Girl, you just be like, okay, whatever. Yeah, but well, how would you feel like your daddy Steve Harvey, and now he married this lady, and now her kids done changed. They her grown kids, not little kids. Where my daddy done raised them since they was little. I'm talking about grown kids changing their last name to my daddy last name. It'll be okay because we. They we like we basically brothers and sisters, we siblings, no matter what. So it's like whatever. Like I I like You would be okay with it? Yeah. My brothers right now they have a different last name, like same but name. If your mother married somebody else. <laughs> and we switched it over. And y'all and them kids. So why are we not holding on to our daddy name? Them kids. It depends, though. I guess it depends on, like, how they grew up. Did they grow up and the kids feel like daddy wasn't there, mama was doing all the work? Well, hell, how long was Steve there? So that, <laughs> I'm, just I'm, just, I'm just trying to make it sound right, make it sound good. I mean, I, all I'm going to say is Lori and Margie, that she get it from like, I mama. personally would be like, no, I don't want my name to be his, but. That mama probably say, oh, yes, you do. I'd be like, no, do no, no. Do you know the benefits that you can get from being a Harvey? 
your last name Steve, and you're not gonna mention your father at all. Period. If she Steve explained it to dad. him though, in a way, I that get why might... she did it. Hell yeah, because it's gonna open fuck the doors up some for shit. her. Like if you, we keep his last name, it's gonna fuck up some stuff, and we need this right now. So we're gonna switch our names over gonna, and explain awesome. it like a business plan. Then the kids are probably like, all right, ma, cool, girl. All right, well, when we finish doing this shit, I'm probably gonna switch my name back. What? I'm going to switch my name back. <laughs> we finish getting, we finish getting, this, we finish getting, getting this money. You're going to switch your money. <laughs> I'm going to switch my name back, all right? Doc, how you going to switch your name back? So you don't want Steve Harvey to be your daddy I'm no more. I'm just saying. After we finish with the plan, coming up off of this last name, I'm going to switch my name back. To your real daddy last If it's name. real, it's real, yeah. I wonder if they're going to see their daddy in jail and their uncle. So they probably sending them some of that money. But I wonder how does that work, though. He probably like, go ahead, do it, because she probably really... Still kicking with this nigga, like no, conversation wise. I think Mar- have you seen Margie? She's gorgeous. Now, I'm just saying, loyalty wise, like she probably still like have respect for him as the father of her kids, and she still she probably sending that nigga I money. I don't think so. I think she got a whole new life. I think she you wanna, do you think she like let him no. You think Steve she really left him upgr- out to dry? Absolutely. She was with the brother. But no, nah, she she went with the brother. Which one? <laughs> the first brother or the second brother? That is so messed up. Which one she looking out for? You should have wear your shades. <laughs> no, I'm just serious. So which, so which baby daddy she looking out for? Is she looking out for the first baby daddy? Or the, the first brother? She probably got love brother? for both of them. For both? Yeah. She, she probably you? run like that. She probably, that's how she roll. Okay. And she teaching her daughter to roll the same way. Because, baby, I'm not <laughs> mad at her. But I, just, I was mad when I saw her in Jay-Z face. At that uh, Rock Nation brunch not too long ago. Oh, you know, you probably got to worry about Jay no more. Jay done nah, had his but run. but Lori was all in his face and shit. I said, oh, the Beehive told her up online. Do not play with Beyonce. Yeah, he ain't, fu- he ain't fucking around no more. Get your ass up out of Jay-Z face. He done with that. Get your butt out of Jay-Z face. Why is my phone now? I have no fucking idea. Oh, you know what? No, it's not my phone. It's my computer. Oh, because connected to it's your computer. Yes, yes, it is. Girl. That, that's how it works. Okay, so did you get a chance to, you know, I've been watching TV all this week. Did you get a chance to watch the uh, the HBO Finding, um, Leaving Neverland with Michael Jackson? No, I didn't watch it. I've been re- reading stuff about it, though, the feedback on it. What do you think about that? Um, far as what I've seen from the feedback, I think that uh, I think that Michael Jackson no longer is here. I feel like he can't defend himself. It's just like me walking out the room right now when somebody want to have a conversation about me and judge me on certain things and not hear what I have to say about it because I'm not in the room. I think it's like, I think it's a low blow, first and foremost. I think that it should have been handled before I walked out the room. And if it was handled when I was in the room, we shouldn't be talking about it no more once I leave the room. Which and Meaning that Michael Jackson is dead. He's gone. He can't say anything about it. We just have footage or recordings pre-recordings of his opinion on the situations and that's all we can go by and to bring it up right now is just like let it go obviously if it wasn't handled then you shouldn't be trying to handle it now and if it was taken to the courts then or whatever was you know the legalities of it if it was handled in the courts and it didn't go anywhere or if it didn't go even to the courts like leave it there what what do you want to do now what do you want to do now you can't arrest them you can't you can't do anything about it, but what is it? You oh, you want some money? That's what it is. Well, I think and that's what I, that's how I look at it. You gotta want some money because you can't arrest Michael now. What you gonna you do? Can't, I think it is one sided. 
If you're really looking for help, I you don't have to go think, talk to Oprah about think, it. So the interview, I'm glad you mentioned Oprah because, you know, Oprah began death threats ever since she did that interview. People are going in on her. They're saying that, you know, that she's trying to, she's helping the people attack our culture. Like, they've been going hard on Oprah. And I get why Oprah did it, I think. But at the same time, because not only did she interview them, so after the HBO aired their special, Oprah did her own special and interviewed two of the victims. She also had victims in the audience, not necessarily Michael Jackson victims, but people who suffered from abuse. Uh, So I think she said early on that she knew she was going to get backlash from this. And she was okay with it because she said it's a bigger picture. My thing is, like you say, he is no longer here. But on the flip side, too, how do you... Like, I was looking at, not to even go back to marriage boot camp, but on marriage boot camp, the girl Tiffany said that, no, Nia, who was that who said that was their first time admitting that they were um, they were molested? I think it was Nia Public. It was, no, it was both of it them, It was I both think. of them. But one of them said that that was their first time. I'm not sure which one said even it was their first on, time um, talking what, about uh, what it. What other show was that I was watching? Damn, I was watching something. Um, what the hell? Oh, Love and Hip Hop, Sin. Sin said that she was molested by a woman when her and Joe went to counseling. And I've she seen said, that too. She said that was the first time in her life. She said her mother didn't even know. She said that was the first time in her life that, that, she, she, brought she, that she brought it up. So part of me, I feel like it is one-sided because he's no longer here. But the other part of me is to who's to say when a person is right or wrong for bringing up their situation. Maybe they're just at the point where they can't, they can just now speak about it. This, you know what I'm this saying? This is my thing. I don't fault you for bringing it up. I feel like you should always be able to talk about things that happened in the past because I know that most people that are molested, they don't talk about it when it's happening. Kids don't really share it until they're grown. I know people that don't talk, that hasn't talked about it until they became adults and they talk about what happened to them when they were a child. That is okay. Talk about when you feel like talking about it. My issue is with the person who's handling the interview. My problem is with the Oprahs and the Gales and whoever else want to talk about it is that you could talk about it, but let's talk about it. Don't say that they're, are, they're not the only victims in the world that's been molested before. And it's like a big thing. But let's talk about other people. Let's talk about the Elvis Presleys that a- actually married a 14-year-old child. Yeah. If you really are concerned about with the, the rate and the the um the actual act of kids being molested. If you really are concerned, you really are angry about that. Let's interview all of these all people. The Let's. I, I feel like we're at a point where it's like we're about, we were hearing about the Michael Jacksons. We're hearing about the R. Kellys. Now we're hearing about the Tupacs. We're hearing about everyone of color. Everybody of color. It's like okay, R. Kelly was wrong as fuck for marrying our um Aaliyah. Wrong as fuck, hands down. But why is he wrong and I was probably presently not wrong for marrying his wife at the age of 14, whether her whether his, her mother signed off on it or not? Why is it OK? Why isn't why aren't we interviewing people that's experienced that right. or has a problem with that? Why is it all us? It's like and I'm going to say this. I attack. think that and I agree. I think he you know, I've always said that I think he was wrong. I think that 
with this R. Kelly, not to go back on this R. Kelly situation, but with this R. Kelly situation, I think it's the way that it's being handled. I definitely think it's wrong, and I do think. Now, I'm curious to see if Oprah's gonna go back and interview like the Woody Allens and she, all these she's other not. people. Well, I hope she I does. Mean, I hope but she does. Now she probably if people start bringing it up and talking about it, like yeah, once, I want to see. I bring but it I will up, say but. this: like it was a situation where the girl Jocelyn Savage, her mother said that um, she had never met R. Kelly before. She's been saying that the whole time. She's never met him. Never been in the room with him well somebody just leaked a picture of her and both of her daughters in the picture with r kelly even with Aaliyah, like Aaliyah's parents didn't talk about it they didn't and they tried to cover it up they didn't do anything whereas elvis and not the not to compare the two because they both fucking wrong their parents signed off on it and they were okay with it so i think that when you got these parents who's trying to fabricate this story to get money and you bringing attention to it then now you're trying to play victim and you lying about the situation but then we go back whereas elvis and that girl priscilla's parents they were cool with it they're like yeah she but if we really have a problem we're giving her permission to marry him we're signing off on it as opposed to trying to extort him for money or trying to lie about the situation and cover it up i just think it's how we handle certain situations like i I really think it's a black and white thing it's definitely but it's always been a black and white thing yeah i think it's always like hell our ancestors at one point we couldn't vote like it's never gonna be it's there it's people gonna always look at us different but i think it's how we handle the situations like i was really thinking about this over the weekend and i still it's sad that i still hear people who say that they don't vote like you talk about these these people being convicted and talk about these people who who oh this person got 10 years for this crime but this white person only got one year well are we looking at we don't even vote like how come we not voting for the judges you know because i'll be the first to admit like these last couple years of voting i really just started researching judges because you know you have about like i always vote for like the president vice president or whatever but i feel like we handle things wrong like we even if you don't feel like it do something i feel like for the respect of our ancestors because at one point in time they couldn't vote I feel like everybody should vote. I feel like we shouldn't have a voice and we shouldn't be able to say certain things if we're not trying to fix it. Well, maybe if we start paying attention to who we put in office, maybe if we start paying attention to who are these judges that we're electing, maybe we can put fair judges on the bench so this person don't get 10 years and this person get two years. But we can't complain about it if we not vote and if we're not paying attention to the ju- We have to vote these judges in. We That's have to vote in these judges in the court system. We have to vote these judges in. That's very true in the court system. Like but. we, it's our vote to get them in. So when we don't vote, we can't complain about it. So I just feel like it's all about how we handle a situation. Like the other girl who's with R. Kelly, she did the interview. She said that, and I don't know if she's telling the whole truth, but I do know that her parents did admit in that interview that they took their daughter to a R. Kelly concert, and this was only like two, three years ago. So you knew about the uh, R. Kelly situation, uh, Aaliyah situation. You knew about the Joyce. Savage. So for me, you still sacrifice your daughter. I, I think they like, should be in court. I feel like yes, they should. I feel they like you have to handle. I also feel like these boys that's being interviewed by Oprah Winfrey about Michael Jackson, they parents should be in court. I definitely think <laughs> because it's like be everybody court. should be held accountable. Jerry, the Jerry Lee Lewis, the Steven Tyler, David Bowie, uh, Jimmy Page, uh, Mick Jagger, Don Henley, Anthony Anthony. Was it could Kitas or whatever kitas or kitas like all these people let's look into everybody we're going to look into r kelly who was wrong if we can look into the michael jacksons we need to look into everybody because if it's wrong it's wrong and i just feel like yeah it's hurtful 
it's hurtful to some people. I don't think that Oprah should be getting death threats, but I understand why people are angry because, especially African American people, because it's like, okay, he's wrong, true. R. Kelly wrong, true. But why are you why are you not bringing up everybody else's wrong? Because now it's looking like only African American men are child molesters. Only our African American men who's in the industry are child molesters. When we have a long list of them. Bring them all up. I right. want to interview all their families. Right, but I'll say this too, and I and I agree with what you're saying too. But it's our people who's bringing it up. Like all this stuff when it came out on R. Kelly, if it wasn't for that documentary, where those women and even the lady, like the one girl who uh, who was in the sex tape with R. Kelly with the 14 year old girl, now she's doing interviews saying that he was sleeping with Aaliyah's mother. Like she's saying that he was sleeping. That she's saying that she witnessed R. Kelly sleeping with Aaliyah's mother. Why are you bringing it? So I feel like our people we're attacking each other. Whereas the the you know the white folks their their situations happen, but the parents aren't talking about it. The community ain't talking about it. So I don't even think it's the white folks just bringing it up. It's no, like, I'm not saying it's, it's the white. People. That's what I'm talking even about. I'm talking Oprah. about our people. Like, like why why why, why are we doing this? Like, if we're, we're gonna do it to ourselves. That's what I'm saying. Like we're and now bring that, up those our Caucasians. Bring up the white folks. Bring up all the other people outside of Michael Jackson and R. Kelly. And I'm saying that that's what I'm saying. Like they're black women. Gail is a black uh, African American woman. Oprah is an African American woman. Why are you a, you can attack them, but attack everybody if you're going to do it. Don't just attack them. Don't act like it's only done by them. Don't act like they're the only victims. They're, they're not the only victims. They're not the only victims. There's a lot of more victims. There's a lot of more molesters out here. That's the obviously married, had sex. <laughs> Even the Woody Allen situation. It's like, yeah, why aren't was, you? Inter- that was sick. Why that aren't was- you interviewing him? Why aren't you interviewing the person that he married? Their, the family, the friends. Why? Why isn't it a big but deal? But you know why? I think that I think that they're loyal. I think that not not saying that Oprah is loyal. I don't think that their their circle isn't gonna um gonna tell, give you any information. Give you any, and not like I'll give you an example. Oh, no, I can't even really say that. But does that make it right for us it to attack and tear right, down but our people? We gotta people. learn how to stop doing that. Like even this whole situation that happened this week in Detroit with the whole Trump thing and the the build a wall. Those people are protesting together. They don't raise twenty million dollars to build this wall because they are so adamant that this wall is gonna be built. But we still got our people who said, "Well, I ain't voting for Hillary or." Or uh, yeah, I've heard that. Or I ain't heard that before, Hillary. Yeah. Or uh, what? What's that orange man name? What's <laughs> him? Whatever his name is, I can't even think. <laughs> I think Donald Trump, exactly. <laughs> but to say that, like, I guarantee you, Hillary wouldn't been trying to build no wall. I guarantee you, Hillary would not have been trying to shut the government down and take people off of their assistance. And it's sad because I know people that right. wasn't getting paid. This wasn't and getting got paid. I know people who are on Section Eight who was it may, it was in risk of having to get evicted from their house because the government was not going to pay their section eight anymore all because this man want to build a wall so i think we have to start within our like i feel like we bring up a lot of issues and then when it reached the media it's like oh well why are they talking about it then well hell y'all done brought it up we done talked about it we done put it out there whereas they ain't putting their shit out there like we putting our shit out there oh it's out there it's out, it's there, out there, there i just really feel like us, I, I just really feel like we are not trying to, we're not trying to hear that story. I feel like when you see, I feel like it's an attraction. I feel like 
Oprah is re- she relates to R. Kelly because he's black. So she or she relates to Michael because he's black. I feel like okay, let me, I don't want to talk about this. I want to talk about this, but I don't feel like she relates to the Woody Allen. So she don't even care about the interview. I'm sure she haven't reached out, or I'm not even sure. I'm a, I don't want to say she. I'm sure, but have she actually reached out to Woody Allen or anybody else? Elvis Presley, people that's left left behind. Have she actually even reached out to anybody that might know details about the situations that's been happening with children, underage kids? Have they even reached out and tried to get that story? Are they even interested in knowing why were you? Why did he marry this girl? What happened with that? Why? Why is Woody? Why did Woody Allen do, do this? Why did? Why is? He, why is he doing this? Like, have she really, or are they really interested in even hearing the stories? I feel like it's not that. I think that naturally we are attracted to tearing down each other. We are, and I'm getting tired of it. And I feel like naturally we are, and it's like, you know, you know how it is to go out to a club. You know, black women look at each other down like. Like we like I've seen like you somewhere before. Like what cute. I do to you? What I do to you? She thinks she cute. That bitch bumped me. Like, I but look at where do, like where do we start? Where do and because again we bring a lot of attention to situations before it even hit the media with this social media. Yeah, like a lot of people. And I will say that I think Ti is doing a great job. Oh, big up to Ti. Ti is doing I'm, a great job. This is with, what I'm talking about. I expect us to do. He's not saying that Michael was innocent. He's not saying our Kelly was innocent. He's only literally saying. Yes, but damn, we got a lot of people that do this. There's not African American that's doing the same shit. Why aren't we talking about it too? But I think I feel him on that. Power of social media. I think that we can talk about it. I think that we don't have to wait for the media to talk. Well, we talk female female chronicles talking about about it right now. We talk about everything: the good, the bad, and the bullshit. See, I wanted to hear this talked about, and we talking about it. Okay, I think it's. I think it's. I think that we don't wait for Oprah to do that interview. I feel like if we bring enough attention to a situation, mainstream media will have to address it like like with that should. whole me too movement like it wasn't all in the press like that started online and, made and them it got bigger and, it. and made them pay attention to it and i think even with the r kelly documentary like they weren't investigating him like that until that documentary hit and it made them pay attention to it well like, sometimes you have to make people respect you and we, like, we need we to start doing to. it people we have to make we have people to stop respect we us. have to stop attacking each other like this we have to stop attacking each other like this i mean if you're going to attack you're going to attack your people attack all people don't cuz we already got it bad it's getting worse it's like they they just like this it's just getting bad it's getting bad, but we have to know how to work together too. We have to know how to. If you wrong, you wrong. Like I think R. Kelly is wrong. And he I'm wrong not, as fuck. He, I think he's wrong, and I also think he needs help. He does need help. I definitely think he needs help. But I think everybody around him was wrong. And I've said this before. I think that those. The, I think that his wife. I think she was wrong. The parents. I need think to the be parents. In court. I hate to say it, but I think Aaliyah's parents was wrong. And I'm not gonna talk too much of that situation because she's not here. But I feel like. They should have, like, I felt like they swept that shit up under the rug so we can just focus on her career and we just gonna get her away from him and we just gonna have somebody else produce her. We found Missy and Timberland and all of them. We just not gonna let her work with R. Kelly no more. But no, like, I think if that shit was addressed back then, maybe it wouldn't have got to this point. I think every, just about every woman, the girl who just said that Aaliyah's mama was sleeping with R. Kelly, I think she dead ass wrong. You know, I already said, I think she knew that girl was 14 when she was in that, um, in yeah, the sex oh, yeah. tape, and I think that she—that's oh, the, that the same girl. That's the same girl that said, really? "Yeah, she she's doing interviews saying that R. Kelly was sleeping with Aaliyah's mom." She's the same one who said that she just so randomly took the sex tape and she oh, gave she it to she somebody. Doing, she know exactly what she's doing. So we got a whole. I feel like 
y'all just so quick to want to get a dollar. Like, come on. All now. about that dollar. But you got to look at it too. Like, even with that whole, I don't even know, and we didn't really touch on that, but that whole college scandal. Did you read about that? Like, how these. And I'm so happy oh, with that. Oh, you talking I'm about so, the, yeah, the address USC. Oh, no. no, they were paying like $500,000 for their kids to go to USC. So it's a whole college scandal now. Yeah, and it was the girl from, uh, remember Full what? House? Do you remember the mo- the, the TV show yeah, Full House? Yeah, I remember Full the House. The lady, uh, Jesse's girlfriend, her daughters, she went to jail and she just got released on a million-dollar bond. So I'm so happy that they arrested those people. But a lot of influential people in upper class, they were paying USC, University of Southern California, to get their kids. So they were saying that they're on a rowing team. They were doing getting them into college the backhanded way. What? Now, mind you, when I apply for college or you apply for college, they looking at everything. They looking at our ACT scores. They looking at our our um, transcripts. It, the, the shit can't slip away. But you got these people, these white folks, who they can they can they bind their kids way into these well, schools. Shit. And they said it's over twenty people. I saw yeah. a couple of um, things on social media, and they were talking speaking speaking of school. How you know how a parent would um, African American women parents women would lie about the address where they live really live because they want to put their child in a better school for better education and they're going to jail for that yeah but i think that that again that boils down to it we got to start voting and they also compared that to someone else they had like two other white women that did the same thing they did the same thing and they got fines and got let go we can control like we can't i mean at the end of the day it's gonna be racist people out here but we We gotta control control who's making those we gotta control who's making those those cases if we not vote and if we got the attitude like you don't know how many people on my timeline i done seen saying i'm not voting and like I said, I was one of them people who I'm just voting straight Democrat. Like I'm not paying attention. This year, I actually, well, last year, I actually Googled the the uh, judges and names and stuff just to see what comes up. And one of them, I tell you, some fucked up shit came up. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so happy that I Googled this. Like those judges don't have to be in office. Yeah, so really we, look into so that we shit. Look into it. Know that because you know it's some cool ass judges out there. You know it's some fair judges out there. But if we got this mentality where we can't vote. And also we some cool and fair cops, believe it, it or not. Don't think that as soon as you see and don't think the bad, you, you you got you about to get shot because it's not like that. Don't think that you can't say anything. I think yeah. that's another mentality. And I really can't speak on this situation, but I was going through a situation, and I'm so happy that I spoke up because had I not spoke up and said something, the shit would probably still be going on. And I'll probably talk about, I don't want to talk about that right now, but I'm just saying, like, don't be afraid to speak up for what's right. Don't be afraid to, to let people know if some shit... You you know, they, yeah, if you're they not can't treat with you it, any kind of yeah, way. They can't do it. People like, can't stop. treat you any kind of way. But people are kind of afraid, like like But stop being afraid. People are afraid stop but letting don't fear let, hold you that back. Same place where you in you can be in the same place somewhere else. If you if you have a job, for instance, and you feel like you're not being treated fairly, do not be afraid to talk about it. I know it's hard because you have rent coming up, you have cardinals, you have children to take care of, you have so many things to do, you have food to put on the table. But if you're not being treated right, it's you either gonna leave or you're gonna say something about it. Do not. But even if you leave, still say, say and something you can about say it. Something say in a something about way. it. Yeah. You should be able to have an open conversation with your employee. You should be able to have a conversation where you agree and you did or to disagree. Like 
you got communication is key. Stop letting you stop letting fear. I feel like we let fear hold us back in so many ways. And I'll be the first to say that I've let fear hold me back. But oh, you can't like you have to stop letting fear absolutely. hold you back. Don't be afraid to say nothing. Well, I'm scared what they're gonna think. No, say something. You ain't gotta be disrespectful with it, like, oh fuck you, this and this and that. But can I have an intelligent conversation with you? I didn't like how this was done. I didn't like how that was done. How can we fix it? What you know, and be able to own, like if you fucked up or you did something, be able to own that shit. You actually feel better at the end of the day that you actually spoke your mind about a situation that you weren't happy with and that's it. Whether the person changes their mind or change their feelings about how the situation played out, you know that you said how you feel about the situation. That's all you can do. After that, then you're either going to keep dealing with it or you're going to walk away from it. But you said how you feel. You, you're not going to accept you know, being treated that way or being talked to that way, and you keep it moving. But always tell people, and this goes for not just jobs, I'm talking about relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're speaking to your children, when you're speaking to whoever you're speaking to, always let them know how you really feel. Just always let them know how you really feel. And that's all you can do. Don't hold it in, because it's only going to hurt you at the end of the day. It sure is. And let me tell y'all, just like... Learn how to work together. My my goal this year is is relationships, is networking, is collaborations. This is the year of collaborations for me. Let's work together. Let's see how we can get this back together. Let's see how we can uplift each other. Let's see how like let's stop tearing each other down. Let's you know, I feel like it's so much easier if we work together. Are we gonna always agree? No. We're gonna disagree sometime, but at the end of the day, stop tearing. I feel like that R. Kelly got a bunch of press in a lot of situations because of because of the people because of our people yeah like we I brought attention to that even with the whole and we're keeping it going we're keeping it going even with michael jackson like i do think that i definitely think that it wasn't fair because he's not here to tell his side of the story but i also feel like too you can never tell a victim when it's okay for them to talk oh, yeah, about talk about situation. it anytime but talk about it anytime anytime but talk you, about your share your story Share your story. You can share your story any day of the week. But at the end of the day, if you if you share your story and you were to die tomorrow, I have no right to sh- talk about your story no more. I can only I can only talk about what you said or what happened with your story. I cannot like question your story. I can attack you for your story. I can't do anything cuz you're no longer here to defend yourself. You can't you can't attack back. You can't come to me with a a a, a response to what I'm saying to you can't say oh no this happened oh no that's not true because this happened oh no that's not true oh no that's not true that, oh, what, what are you talking about oh these boys are not telling the truth what do you mean their parents didn't say anything about it I bought their parents a home I did this you can't say that we can only read about it and know from past interviews so I'm saying like you speak your story tell your truth always speak your truth because I'm definitely speaking mine always speak your truth but you cannot attack someone who's no longer here because they cannot Speak their truth. They can't. There's no way they can speak their truth. So all we're hearing is one side of the story. We want to hear your version of it. We want to hear your version of it for the next 20, 20, 30, 40 years. But we'll never hear Michael's version of it, what he hasn't said in the past, because he's no longer here to even say his version. She will never, ever be able to do an interview with Michael Jackson to hear, hear, hear his response. So, like, what's the purpose? Right. You need counseling. You don't need to talk to Oprah. Oprah is not a counselor. She's not going to help you get through the situation. You need to sit down with a counselor if it's damaged you in that kind of way is what I'm saying. If it's really hurting you, you need to speak to a counselor. Why are you meeting up with Oprah? How is that helping you? 
Girl, because it's getting them a check. That's what I'm. That's my issue with it. Like, how was Oprah? How was Gail going to help you? And I think R. Kelly shouldn't even well, did R. that Kelly interview. Well, R. Kelly wanted to do that interview. That he was, was retarded. Stupid. That was very. That retarded. was retarded. His, yeah, like, that was that was retarded. I feel like that was crazy. That oh, was so crazy. Never. I'm saying he needs to fire his publicist immediately. <laughs> immediately. Because that if was If he wants disaster. to speak to somebody, they should have watched him sit down and he speak to a psychiatrist, a psychologist. They should have they recorded that. Because Gail is not going to help you get out. You have a problem. You have issues. R. Kelly has issues. He needs yeah, counsel. He, he needs help. deep issues. Sure, Wendy Williams was saying something like he just needs to be locked up and da-da-da. I was like, dang, that's kind of harsh. Well, we don't want to talk about her husband. She was like, oh, he needs to be locked up. But <laughs> no, like, she didn't even mention help. And that's another thing with our people. But I don't know. It's like when we do something, it's like no, no mental issue. It's all like they wrong. They just a bad person. But when they do something, it's just like, oh, they need counseling. They need some help. And, you know, even with the shootings, the kids, this working around here shooting up schools and stuff it's always oh they have a mental issue they had a breakdown they need some help you know it's always like oh they just need some help or they suffered this mm-hmm. they suffered this is how they suffered you know what shit what's up but like, we don't need no help we so, they just some fucked up people <laughs> <laughs> just all, they all fucked up <laughs> they just fucked up no counselor needed just lock them up no 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 reason to bring in a psychiatrist they don't need one yeah but anyways Shout out to Michael Love. Shout out to Michael Love. Congratulations. Let them, hopefully, them scholarships offers continue to roll in. And Gail, Oprah, come interview him. Yes. Wendy, bring him on the show. Michael Love. Show some positivity yes. out there. And guys, on that note, Shout our show has come to an end. And, oh, we got deep today. <laughs> we got deep deep. We did. That was deep. Like deep deep. We did, but that's it was I think it's needed. I'm glad that this um it was needed. So on a lighter note, how you want to end the show today? You know what? I want to end it like this. I was already like 50-50, like, you know, I feel bad. I always like said I like he was wrong. R. Kelly's wrong, but I feel bad for him. Like that. And I was always up and down with it because I do feel like he's guilty and I feel like I do feel bad for him. I see both sides of it. Cause I feel like he was also a victim, um, but Ti, I want to do a shout out to Ti because we need more people like that, and I, I and I hope that Female Chronicles, Tawana Tells, and Tila Monet also gives people that that boost of energy to want to speak out about it because Ti gave me that extra boost to be like, yeah, yeah, this is what I've been thinking. This is what this is what I've been thinking. Like he nailed it. He nailed it. On he just nailed it. And shout out to T.I. because he bringing a lot of attention to a lot of injustice. And he don't have to do that. He don't have to do yeah, that. But he doing it because, right, yeah, right he way. using his platform the right way. And a lot of us need to do that. Female Chronicles is definitely here for that. And I just want to speak my truth on here and speak how I feel. And shout out to T.I. for giving me that extra um to like, yes, talk about that shit if you want to talk about it. I don't care people's feelings about it or opinions about it because this is my opinion. And I might not be here tomorrow or next week, so this might be my last chance to talk about it. You never know. And I want to speak my truth, which is part of my truth, my people, because I love my people. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like we always knock a lot harder than any other race because I got four four brothers, and I know I've seen it done. I've seen my little brother go to court, and he's with his 
Caucasian friend. They not knowing they together and got pulled over at the same time in the same car on the same case. And I saw that little boy get a personal bond. And I saw my brother get a $10,000 cash assurity bond. So I saw it with my own eyes. And I saw that shit. I'm like, damn, this is a difference. So y'all need to get out there and vote. Y'all need to research our judges and know who you're voting mm -hmm. for. Because you never know when you stand in front of that man or that woman. You never know when you might be standing or a family member might be standing in front of them. Y'all need to get more active with the voting. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to T.I. And shout out to Female Chronicles for keeping it 100, the good, the bad, and the bullshit in between. And have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful yeah. weekend. Have a Safe great weekend. weekend. And on that note, just stay positive. And like I said, let's learn to work together. This is the year of collaborations. Um, and don't let fear hold you back. Don't be afraid to speak up. Don't go do your research. Don't put yourself in no terrible situations. I do think R. Kelly is guilty, but yeah, I already said that. I don't feel <laughs> sorry for him. I'm I sorry. I do feel sorry for him. I, I feel like he's a victim. But on that note, y'all, we will see y'all next week. Maybe not the same time, but we'll be back next week. Follow us on Female Chronicles. Follow Tila at Who, Who is, is Tila Monet? And follow me at TwanaTales.com. T W A N A T E L. <laughs> she forgot who the fuck I she was. was. And she had none of this. And today. I had nothing So to this have. might be her medicine. What up? That's what water do for you. But <laughs> All right, y'all. We are out. We will see y'all next week. <laughs> Female Chronicles. Bye.